Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the John DeVito Show. It is Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Only Tuesday. <laughs> I'm trying to be optimistic, but it's been a very slow Monday and Tuesday so far this week, and today was just a crazy day for work for me. I had uh, Zoom calls all day long, and it was just nuts. So, you know, hey, it's later in the day now, and I'm just chilling out, starting to think about Christmas a little bit, and I'm hoping to get into the Christmas spirit sometime soon. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know how everybody else feels out there, but, you know, I'm not feeling like I'm in the Christmas spirit right now. So I'm just kind of, you know, listening to Christmas music, doing some of the things I normally do. Like this past weekend, <clears throat> you know, we drove around, we, walked, we looked at Christmas lights, we did... Um, they have a living nativity in our town, which is really cool every year. You know, this year, because of COVID, it was more of a, like a drive-through nativity. So it wasn't, you know, the same as it's always been in the past, but it was still kind of cool. So we kind of did that, you know, with the family and it was just different. But, you know, for whatever reason, I'm just not feeling, you know, completely in the Christmas spirit this year. And I'm wondering maybe if it has to do with COVID and some of the other things that are going on. You know, I'm not really sure. But, you know, we're getting close. Um... You know, here we are, what is, what's today, the 15th of December, I believe, and we've got 10 days till Christmas, so Christmas this year is on a Friday, and uh, I'm looking forward to Christmas Eve especially, has always been kind of one of my favorite days of the year. I really look forward to, you know, the night before Christmas, I always think it's kind of a, just a cool night where, you know, your family's together, and you're thinking about, you know, all the things you're grateful for, and to me, I've always enjoyed kind of Christmas Eve more than Christmas Day. You know, one of the things this year that's going to be a little bit different is up in New Hampshire on Christmas Eve, you know, we generally go up and see my father. We used to go see my in-laws, and then we would go to a family party, which was up in New Hampshire also. And uh, as far as the family party, it's not happening this year, so there's going to be no family party because of COVID. So we're going to go up and see my dad. <clears throat> you know, we're going to do that and try to enjoy that day as much as we can. But... Um, you know, it's just going to be different this year, but that's okay. You know, that's not a bad thing. You know, I mean, we really had a good Thanksgiving. You know, it was smaller than normal. Uh, we didn't have, you know, the entire family there, but it was still cool. You know, it was more of a chill Thanksgiving where it was just kind of immediate family. And it was really kind of more relaxing because we didn't have to worry about, you know, entertaining usually the, you know, 15 people we have at our house for Thanksgiving, which was kind of nice, I guess, in a way. So, you know, things here have been going well. Uh, the family's busy. You know, my wife is out doing her thing with, um, you know, working the COVID tent at work, taking care of uh, all the people that have, you know, coronavirus and are testing positive and all that type of stuff. So, you know, she's doing her thing like she always does. The rest of us are all kind of chilling at home. You know, I'm doing my work out of the house still. I've been doing that now for nine months which has been kind of tough. Um, you know, my kids have been home from school. They're still home. And, you know, it looks like right now things are getting worse with COVID. So it looks it looks like they're going to be home probably for the foreseeable future. I can't see any time soon when they're going to be, uh, you know, going back to school. So we're all making the best of the situation. We're trying to do, um, you know, things and live our life as normally as we can. But sometimes it's hard. So... You know, we're, we're doing well getting prepared for Christmas. We have, I think, most of our Christmas shopping done. We're finally at a point in our family right now where we don't have, um, you know, any believers anymore, any kids that believe in Christmas. 
So, or in Santa Claus. So, you know, they still believe in Christmas, just not Santa Claus. Hey, Eric, how you doing? Welcome to the show. So, you know, this year it's a little bit different where we don't have to worry about, you know, hiding presents as much and doing all that type of stuff, which is kind of good. So, <laughs> you know, but it, it's also kind of sad where, you know, our kids are getting older now. You know, they're 18, 15, 14, and 11. And they really don't, um, you know, believe in Santa and that type of thing anymore. So, you know, it is what it is. I mean, we, we've had a good run with our kids being little, and it's still kind of cool now as they get older. You know, our two oldest kids are out working right now. My son, Ethan, I'm waiting in the parking lot by his gym for him to go in and do his work, his workout right now for baseball. So I get like a nice hour and a half where I sit in the car, and that's kind of a perfect time for me to do a little afternoon podcast, which I'm going to do right now. So it was kind of funny. I was thinking about some of the uh, go-to gifts for this year. And one of the gifts that I see that is out there quite a bit is that people are going out and buying those Peloton bicycles. I'm not sure if you guys have all seen those, but these Peloton bicycles are these exercise bikes that I think sell for somewhere around like 2,500 bucks. And then you have to spend, I think it's like 50 bucks a month just for the service. So you can actually do the workouts with trainers on the little video screen and all that type of thing. So $2,500 for an exercise bike. To me, that's crazy. You know, we have been building a little home gym in my house. We have a pretty big basement and we've got plenty of space in our basement. So we started looking on Facebook marketplace and checking out, you know, different places that are selling old used equipment. So in the course of the last two months, I've been able to go out and buy a nice proform treadmill. We bought a recumbent bicycle. We have a, uh, an elliptical machine. We have a rowing machine. We have a bench press with an Olympic bar and then another smaller bench where you can use dumbbells. We bought dumbbells. We bought a television for the gym downstairs. And all of that we got for less than the price of one Peloton. So if you think about what people are spending for these new Peloton bikes, I mean, I'm sure they're awesome. I'm sure they have all the bells and whistles and all the new cool features and everything like that. But man, we were able to go out and outfit our entire gym for less than the cost of a Peloton. And uh, yeah, we're, we're going to have all these different machines to work on. So for me, I don't know. I, I don't get the fascination. I think sometimes buying those gifts like the Pelotons and things like that, it's more about putting it on Facebook for people to see, you know, people are posting pictures of them sitting next to their new Peloton and all that type of stuff. So I don't know. I don't know what the deal with that is, but for my family, we won't be doing that because let's face it uh, for the most part, <laughs> when you go out, you buy one of these exercise uh, machines. I know we had a treadmill in our house for a long time and the treadmill uh, eventually became just something we hung our clothes on. <laughs> so we didn't really even use it that much. We'd hang our clothes on it, and then we eventually sold it. So we've actually been using this stuff so far because, as you know, up here in New England, we get a ton of snow, and it gets cold. Hey, well, welcome, Wolfstead. So today up in uh, our area, up in Massachusetts, it is cold as heck today. It is right now I'm looking at my car. It's 26 degrees, and with the 26 degrees – it's, it feels colder than that. I mean, we have a wind chill today where it's really cold, and we're talking about another big snowstorm hitting us on the East Coast coming up tomorrow night. So right now, it looks like um, they're talking about a foot of snow in my area. So this is already going to be the third 
big storm we've had this year. We had one actually back in October. We had one about a week and a half ago where we got probably 14 inches in the town that I live in. And it looks like we're going to get at least another foot of snow Wednesday night going into Thursday. So, you know, I'm getting ready already to kind of just tap out and just say I'm kind of done with winter. But it's kind of funny. I know that my friends from the south, Eric's in here from uh, Georgia. <coughs> Excuse me. It's 26 degrees right now, and I'm wearing shorts. So <laughs> I'm in my shorts doing my thing and uh, just kind of hanging. So I just saw that Slightly Serious uh, responded, Eric, and says he doesn't see my show in the live feed. Maybe I'm down the bottom today for whatever. And Jeremy Cummings is saying the same thing. He's not saying it either. So I'm not sure if you see it to come in. But obviously you guys find it. You know, Wolf was able to find it and Eric found it. So I'm not sure. Maybe I'm buried down in the bottom of the live feed. So anyway, you know, things things here are going pretty well. Uh, I see that Mel is in. So welcome, Mel. Yeah, welcome to the show. So I'm just talking about the cold weather we have up here in chilly, freezing Massachusetts. Of course, I haven't traded in my shorts yet. It's 26 degrees. And, uh, you know, I'm going to probably wear shorts until January. I'm not ready to put on pants yet. I'm one of those guys that wears shorts all year round. So, Eric, hey, if you want to call in, you know, feel free to call into the show. Hey, slightly, it looks like you found me. I must be buried down to the bottom of the uh, the podcasting live feed. But uh, yeah, just chatting a little bit about a few different things. Eric, how are you doing, man? I'm, I'm doing good today. But um, to add to what Slightly and Cummings are saying, um, you know, I think Podbean's just being a bitch. I think this is censorship and shadow banning at its finest. And the sooner the new VOP USA radio network and podcast platform is up and running, the, the better. And that way we can... You know, get, say say goodbye to Podbean with a big middle finger. Wow, that's crazy. I see slightly saying that he couldn't find me at all, and Cummings is making comments that uh, they won't even let him into my show. So, yeah, who knows? You know, maybe they got wind that we're all talking about VOP Radio. Hey, swinging to the Rockies, welcome to the show. And if that's they want to, if that's the way they want to treat their loyal people, then I'm certainly not going to look back. You know? Oh, so you did see me? That's weird. Some people are seeing me, some people aren't. Who knows? So I don't know what's going on with Podbean and that type of thing. But so Eric, how you been, man? What do you think? What do you think about everything that's going on right now? You know, with uh, the politics, I saw that uh, obviously uh, Joe Biden got all the votes he needed in the electoral college. Do you think Trump's done? Is it over? Or do you think he's going to keep fighting? Um, it ain't over until the fat lady sings. Yeah, I, I think so too. I mean, I know th- this has just been twenty twenty has been the craziest year all around. I mean, we've got the, the situation with COVID, obviously, that we don't need to talk about. You know, we've got um, the vaccines are now coming out. And the thing that gets me about the vaccines is, you know, some people are going to take them, some people aren't. But we're still being told, okay, you're going to get this vaccine that's like 94% effective, but you're still going to have to wear a mask. Things aren't going to be back to normal still until next December. I mean, next December. I, I'm at the end of my rope right now. I want to be back you know, to the normal, to normal life, hopefully by the spring, you know, Hey, welcome Cummings. I'm glad you made it in. But um, yeah, so I I don't know. This has been a crazy year. You've got COVID, you've got the vaccines that are finally out, but now they're telling us that you're still going to have to wear masks and you're still, we're going to be quarantined forever. And then, you know, presidential election, we've never seen anything like this before. We've got Trump versus Biden, you know, Biden and the Democrats are playing like there was no malfeasance whatsoever, ever. Trump is still, you know, fighting his fight, and it's just been a crazy year, man. I mean, I can't wait, honestly, for 2021. I just don't know if 2021 is going to be any better than 2020, you know? It's just crazy. 
Go figure, right? So, now, Eric, have you been on over on the VOP network yet with Dan? I've been over there. Um, like, you know, they're, they're, I know there's a special phone number. I have a call on Thursday nights with a PIN number to be on the show. Um, last night was their ladies' night um, with Carrie and Truly and, um, and, and Ace and, and a couple other couple other ladies tonight it's the the round table show with uh, elias and and logan and wednesday nice. it's the conversation with dan and carrie and then thursday is the main vop usa show you know you know with 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 dan at the helm and then sundays it's carrie and her husband kevin nice yeah you know I, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing it i i got the text today on twitter you know from vop asking if i was going to come over to the network and i told them i am so I'm probably though I'm going to be someone that I'm not going to cut my ties with Podbean. I mean I'm probably going not to not permanently. To, yeah, I'm going to yeah. do some shows probably on Podbean, and if there's a way for me, like it seems like we could sync the shows between VOP and my show still broadcast on Podbean, then I'll probably do that because I have a lot of friends over here on Podbean. That I would certainly miss. That is, well, that is true, of course. Here, you know, because yeah. we get hey, the Cummings, we have the show, brother. Hey Cummings, what's going on? I'm having a good day. Oh, what do you think about the forensic data coming out of Michigan that says that the uh, the uh, voting machines were definitely uh, tampered with in favor of Biden? Well, tell us a little bit more about it. I hadn't seen that because I've been really busy with work today. So tell me what you saw. I haven't seen too much of the news today. Well, it actually came out on Newsmax, and of course, the globalist and MSM is not going to cover it. But um, no, of course not. But uh, they they did have an independent forensic data expert come in look at the machines uh look at the software and that his final conclusion was that these voting machines were definitely tampered with in michigan and that the software was written in a way to uh favor a democrat uh presidential candidate in those uh specific voting machines so it it, has been independently fact checked for the people for the fact checker the fact checkers out there um, it, it's been, it, it's been, uh, of course, Snopes and the blue headed lesbian didn't back, fact check it, but, um, um, it, it was done by a guy who actually knew what he was doing and he did it and he was asked to do it. And now it's came out that it was true. What Sidney Powell well, I mean, and Lynn Wood has talked about has been true. It's factual. Well, it, doesn't, it doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, I, I see Wolf Real Talk Radio mentioned it's from Allied Systems. I mean, for me. If you if you look back on everything that's happened over the last four years, I mean, honestly, we've gone down this road before, but, you know, Clinton lost. She thought she was going to want win. Trump came in. He won the presidency. He beat her ass pretty soundly. Pelosi and the gang of thugs from day one said they were going to impeach Trump. They did it before he was inaugurated as president. And it was a four year firestorm of nothing but attacks from the left, constant negative news from the mainstream media looking to do anything they could to discredit our president. I have never in my life, in my 52 years on this planet, I have never seen an attack of these proportions like we saw for the last four years. The left did everything they could to discredit our president, to destroy our president. They did the same thing when it came down to trying to impeach him. When he tried to act, when he tried to act for, you know, the coronavirus coming over from China, they called him a racist. I mean, they have done everything they could to discredit him and to see the way the mainstream media 
has completely ignored any hint of evidence that may have come out that Biden cheated. Now, I'm, I'm not even going to say right now, I know there are people in here that are sick of hearing about politics, but the bottom line is, whether you like Biden, whether you like Trump, whether you like Bernie Sanders, it doesn't matter. And again, if you feel that there was cheating in the 2016 election through Russia, I don't believe that was the case. But if you feel that happened, if there was evidence that happened, let's say it happened, okay? So if there was cheating in the 2016 election, if there's been cheating in the 2020 election, we need to do something to restore the voting in this country because our, our, we're going to completely lose our democracy. We're going to lose our freedom. If, if our leaders are just being chosen for us, we are no different than China. We're no different than the Soviet Union was, Venezuela, Cuba. We are a communist country. And if you're left, if you're right, if you're in the middle, if you're a libertarian, we need to know if there was cheating in this election. For me personally, I believe that there was cheating. I believe that they used the mail-in ballots to stuff the, stuff the ballots. I believe the Dominion voting systems were used to manipulate the votes. I mean, if you look at all these different states that shut down their counting in the middle of the night with Donald Trump having a huge lead, and then all of a sudden, 4, 5, 6 a.m., you got data dumps where we've got video showing that you know illegal votes were being counted and data was being dumped by Dominion. I mean, what other, what other evidence do you need but when you can't get any of the news stations to cover it and you can't get any of the newspapers to cover it? Even Fox, you know, turns their back. you got McConnell turning his back on Trump today. I mean, how deep is this swamp? How deep is the swamp? And, you know, if we don't fight back now, I'm afraid that we will no longer have a democracy. I don't know how you feel, Cummings or Eric, but uh, to me, it's just something, even if you're a liberal, we need to figure this out. And I see no reason why in this country we should not absolutely require an ID at the ballot box. There can't be mail-in voting. You can't have computer systems that have software that will allow parties to cheat because if there's a way to cheat, people will cheat. You look at NFL football, you look at Major League Baseball, you look at sports, you look at steroids, you know, inflated footballs, underinflated footballs. In competitive walks of life, people are going to cheat if you give them the opportunity. We have to remove cheating from the system. We need to fix the voting. We need to find out if there was cheating in this election. And then, to top it off, damn it, we need, we need uh, term limits for all of our people. So there's my rant. If you guys want to... Go, go ahead, Cummings. I'm just kind of fired up now. Oh, I, I got to ask you something else since you're already fired up. Let me get you fired up even more. Uh, now they're, now I just got a notification that now the uh, Project Veritas has leaked audio between uh, Julian Assange and the, just, and the Department of Justice. I haven't listened to that yet, but let me get you fired up a little bit more and let, it, let me get everybody else fired up. What does everybody think about J- trader Justin Trudeau in Canada inviting... The Chinese com- to have to have joint uh, to have joint military exercises on uh, on the American border. Yeah, you broke up a little bit there, Ronnie. I'm not sure what that what that was. It was like a little bit of a popping noise, and then you broke up. That, that's usually me, but- when um, he gets interrupted by a phone call. It, it um, it's happened with other podcasters. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, give give that to us again, Cummings, so I can hear it. 
Um, what do you think about Justin Trudeau inviting Chi the Chinese communists to hold training exercises on the on the American border? <laughs> it doesn't surprise me. I mean, as we talked about, you know, on the last podcast, there is a plan. The Great Reset is in motion. There is a plan. The world needed Donald Trump out. They needed them out. And I mean, I think that this conspiracy could be bigger than just a U.S. conspiracy. I believe it's a worldwide conspiracy that was done. I mean, you look about you know the, the Dominion machines in Germany. I mean, you look about Trudeau in Canada. You know, England's involved in this. I mean, this is a worldwide conspiracy where they're looking to reset the entire entire global economy and social structure. And for me, it, you know, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, Trudeau is a punk anyway. It doesn't surprise me he would do that. You're right. It's a, I see it in there. It's a new world order. That's what's coming. And, and you know, again, this isn't like a conspiracy theory that people like me are making up. Look it up. I mean, this stuff is out there. You can find it with, you know, I mean, run off some of the names of coverage. We were talking about it last time. I know that Prince Charles is involved. Who are the other people that are involved in this great reset? AJ Banga. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um... Coming. Are you still, still there? Oh, looks like we lost him, huh? Shoot. Hey. Yeah, we lost him into the matrix. I don't know if he had to take an important phone call. Yeah, um, yeah. But, you uh, know, phone call was coming uh, through. Oh, there you guys. are. You're back. You're back. Um, it's uh, AJ Banger, the CEO of Mastercard, and let me tell you a little bit why Mastercard wants involved in the Great Reset. There's a thing right now that Visa is doing with Ethereum uh, or Ethereum or however you say the the, the cryptocurrency is the newest uh, Ethereum. It's the new uh. The, the newest cryptocurrency out there, and Visa's actually picking this thing up, and they're going to actually let you trade Ethereum on Visa. Well, if you want a one-world currency and you want a one-world one world government, it is, it is, of course, going to have to be with a digital currency. And that's what crypto is, and I think Ethereum um, will not be centralized, but now MasterCard is looking at a new um uh, a new um, cryptocurrency that's out there. It's it's really cheap right now. I think it's like BTX or something like that. But um, it's really cheap, and they're talking about making that a uh, uh, their, their crypto that they're going to be able to trade and buy and sell with on Mastercard. So that's of course why the the CEO of BP uh, Bernard Looney he's involved with it. Um, God man, uh, Ma Jun, the uh, leader of the bank of the World Bank in China. Um, uh, Gina Gopinath, the lead economist at the World Economic Forum. Uh, uh, God, man, there's there's so many there's so many top label top officials that are involved in it, and then of course you have the Crown involved. And I don't know how anybody else on here feels. I don't care how anybody. I, I don't. I, I, let me just put this out here. I don't really care how anybody feels about this. The Crown, the British Crown. Um, I'm about to spit some facts to some of the people. You want to get woke? Now let's get woke. Uh, the British Crown is nothing but a bunch of freaking glorified welfare recipients. That's Amen. all they are. Amen. Amen. That's all they are. And they're a bunch of inbreds. If you didn't know that, they're a bunch of inbreds. So there's that. So, of course, they support a, a new world order and a one world government because they're the reason we have this country right now. So... That's just the way hey, we I have, mean. I, I can get no, fired, we have, we have, man. I can go on no, this. We have, now, I, I, don't know, I don't know if any of you guys have heard this. The gentleman that just joined the podcast, I don't even know how to say your name. Is it Goyges? 
Gorgeous. Sorry, go gorgeous. I get it. Gorgeous. Now, gorgeous. If you haven't been on Gorgeous's show, he's got a kick-ass show, and he is you know kind of a Republican guy like we are. And I, I want to hear his perspective also because you know we're talking everything that's going on, Trump Biden. We're talking about the election. We're talking about fraud. We're talking about the Great Reset. So I kind of like to hear what you're thinking also because I've listened to your show. And if you haven't been on this show, you guys need to get on and listen. He's got a great show. Man, first of all, Dan, I really appreciate it, John. Um, uh, shout out to everybody out there. Much love to the John DeVito show. Uh, no, nah, man, really, I think right now, we, I mean, because you have to make a decision. Like, what exactly are you going to, to do about this? Because um, it it appears, I mean, I'm not seeing the fight that I expect to see um, out of the president's camp. So it appears that like there's a concession and that Joe Biden is going to be the next president of the United States and that the Democrats will basically have control over this uh, this federal uh, this this federal bureaucracy, uh, which 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 is really the tyrants right now, which is really doing all the damage right now. It's the bureaucracy. It's not even the politicians. It's the you know the bureaucracy. And so whoever has control over the bureaucracy, which it appears is going to be the Democrats, and we know they all worked hand in hand, right? Along yeah. with the mainstream, along with the mainstream media. Uh, it, it appears that you know Joe Biden is going to be the president for the next four years, and that's all they need. They just the people are like, well, the president is going to run for re-election uh, in twenty twenty-four. Uh, America will be dead in twenty twenty-four. Are you not witnessing which what's going on? America is done in twenty twenty-four, long gone, like in in the, in the dust. So the, the idea is like for me, and I think a lot of other people are thinking the same. Like, what are you going to do for the next five to ten years? Now, how are you going to get your food? How are you going to get your water? I mean, who are you going to affiliate yourself with? Uh, how are y'all going to, you know, in, uh, embrace other people and bring them into the community? Because we need to establish new communities. We need to establish new societies right now. Like, because I, I mean, if, if you're not down with this whole uh vaccine and uh this whole uh these nano chips being injected in you by way of this vaccine and all, all these other uh deleterious uh uh particles that they have in this vaccine that is designed to sterilize people and uh which is all, which is what the depopulation is all about everything going on right now we know it's all about depopulation it's all about getting as rid as rid of as many human beings on this planet as you possibly can, and as quick as possible. And as Bill you, Gates, my, my my wife is big on that. My wife is in healthcare, and she's been saying from day one. With when you look at the age bracket of the people that are dying because of COVID, she believes this is a worldwide plan to get rid of a lot of the older people in the population that are a drain on the economy and just sail them off into the sunset and let them die. And she, you know, she's in healthcare and she believes that very much. And I agree with you. I think that this entire thing is a plan to, you know, slow down the growth of population, depopulize the world, the country, whatever. I think you're right on the mark with that. Yeah. So there's no question about it. I mean, and she, she knows it, but it's not just the old people. It, it's, it's, you know, as many people as you possibly can, you want them old, you want them young, you, yeah. you want 
you want as many people as gone as you pop- possibly can. All you have to do is check out the Georgia Godstones. The people who have, who have not seen the Georgia Godstones, that's basically their scripture right there. Um, it's pretty much, I think it's like 14 or 8 languages or something. They have the same damn thing written in. It's like their commandments. So they, the first one is they want 500 million people on the planet and nothing more. They're around you know, a half a billion people right now. We're, we're all, we're, we are approaching 8 billion people. So they mean they, they want about 7.5 billion people gone. So how are you going to do that? No. So Bill, as Bill Gates says, you know, today's warfare is all about technology. Who, who has the best technology? You know what I'm saying? So they're not looking to do it through bullets or through missiles. Not not through missiles, as Bill Gates says, but through microbes. So this this vaccine is designed to weaken your immune system. It's designed to give your immune system an autoimmune response to the common cold, to the common flu, things that your immune system fights and beats 99% of the time. It's designed to give it an outrageous response to these same things that your immune system consistently beats so much that it doesn't even acknowledge it being anything harmful. It's designed to give these things inflammatory responses. Um, this vaccine is, is designed, uh, which is, uh, I mean, it's not even a vaccine. The, the fact that they are saying it is a vaccine is a crime in itself. Well, the thing it's not even a damn, we, we, it's we a have poison. A vaccine now. We have a vaccine, quote unquote, for a disease that already has, what is it, a 99.4% percent recovery rate so what's the vaccine going to do bumped up to 99.6 i mean we already have you know a huge recovery rate of this disease and you're right i mean i, I think that you know I, I hear a lot of people a lot of the people that i talk to are afraid to take the vaccine i'm not planning to take the vaccine i'm one of those people that you know is afraid to take it and then when you when you look at though they're going to start saying now that you're going to have to wear like a like an id badge or carry an id badge to show that you've been vaccinated. And if you don't have that, your company could fire you. You could not be allowed into places. You could not be allowed to fly, stay in hotels, anything. So, I mean, this is government control like we have never seen in our lives. And for all of you out there that think that this doesn't affect you or it doesn't matter, I mean, be afraid. What's happening right now is something we've never seen in our lives and it's government control like we've never seen. And honestly, like you're saying, man, Bill Gates scares the shit out of me. He really does. He's a scary son of a bitch. And the people that are at the head of this right now, I have no doubt that they have intentions that are beyond what most people can even think about. You know, and I, I see the comments coming through right here. I'm sorry if I'm ignoring you guys. Uh, let me scroll up a little bit. Oh, Mr. A, I forgot to look that up. Damn it. I will look it up. Agenda 21, I did not look that up. I forgot. Ah, Sletney's going to make some counterfeit ones in China. I'm in. Let me know. I'll take one. Counterfeit vaccine badges. I'll take one of those. So I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I wanted to just you know, comment. I agree with you completely. What's going on right now? This is not going to end. I mean, this is not going to be something where we're going to go back to the back to normal. They were saying in the beginning of this pandemic that this now is the new normal. And by them saying that, they have no intention of letting us go back to the way life used to be. This is going to be permanent for us going forward. There's no question about it. I mean, and just the thing about it is just what Slightly just said. He has, uh, with the badges coming from China, listen, 
uh, so you got China having every, everything else shut down, having the rest of the world shut down. Now that Biden is, you know, looking like, you know, he's going to be the, the next president of the United States. He's having every, everything. China's having everything else shut down around the world. So now we're going to see more oppressive shutdowns coming to the United States in these cities. And so China's going to be full blown, full boom, open for business. And they, they're the ones that concocted the vaccination. I mean, the uh, the virus, the supposed virus. They're in Wuhan, China. They concocted it. Was created. It. it was uh, created. No uh, doubt about uh, it. Along with Anthony Fauci and Robert Redfield and, and, and their gang. So they were both in on it, half and half. And so now we have China that are, are selling us supplies as, as well on how to go around being vaccinated. So this, they've sold us the virus. Now they're selling us supplies on how to go around the vaccination process. It, yeah. and, and that's that's the whole damn problem. China ha- has gotten way too out of control, and we've had people here in our own country, American citizens of this country, born Americans, that have infiltrated all our industries on some type of far left wing, some type of satanic agenda. I'm talking about academia. I'm talking about the, the corporate industry. I'm talking about the bureaucracy. Of course, I'm talking about politicians in the in the freaking media in Hollywood. Every major industry in America has been infiltrated by these this cult who looks up to the Chinese as some type of paragon on how to run a citizenry or a society. They look at China as, as this is this is the staple on how to run a mass um, community of human beings to have this autocratic. Uh, iron-fisted group, handful of, of people at the top, and just tell everybody else what the and so they sit up there and they see China and they envy that they they envy that so much that they will they're willing to subvert and and they're willing to um, go against the own of uh, uh, principles and founding of their own country. When their own their own founding fathers, they're willing to go against their own wishes and their own. Um, uh, attitudes, ne- negative attitudes toward tyranny and dictatorships. They're willing to, to, to sign on to the Chinese model so much. And, and so they've infiltrated, like I said, every sector of this society and they're Chinese operatives. They are, uh, are hand-in-hand, one-in-one with Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Party. And that is what you're seeing right now. That that in every aspect, it, it is taking down the society, little by little, bit by bit, and it's coming. It's come to a mass head here in in the year 2020. Um, what it looks like is going to be the election of Joe Biden. No, you're you're right on the mark. And I don't know if any of you guys saw it. I got I got into it a little bit this afternoon with somebody on Twitter, and I I made a comment. Um, I think about about Trump. And some little millennial snowflake jackass started making comments on me, shitting on me. So, of course, he starts mocking me for being a capitalist. So I'm like, all right, first of all, yes, I'm a capitalist. I'm proud of it. I came from very little. I've worked my ass off in my life to get where I am right now. My wife came from very little. She's worked her ass off to get where she came from 
right now. And yes, we've made money, but we've worked our asses off and we have earned everything we've ever gotten. We don't sit back and whine all the time. My parents were abusive. My parents were poor. My father used to hit me. We didn't, we don't whine about that shit all the time. We go out, we earn, we work hard. And that's the American dream for anybody. That is the beauty of capitalism where, you know, is it fair for everybody? Probably not, but everyone still has the opportunity in this country to do something great. You look at a lot of the players in the NBA, a lot of the players in Major League Baseball, in, in the NFL. A lot of these people have born in the, been born, you know, brought up in this country with nothing, not even food to eat, and they become multimillionaires in this country because they believe in something and they go after it. So this little jackass on Twitter was all over me and just promoting socialism, you know, ripping me for being a capitalist. And my, my point to him is, I'm like, all right, so what do you stand for? I mean, do you stand for the government handing everything out to you, giving you everything on a silver platter? I mean, look, look how it, it's, it's worked for the people in most of our inner cities. We're talking about the poor whites. We're talking about Hispanics. We're talking about poor black Americans. The Democratic Party has created chains over the last 60 years. But those chains don't go on your wrists and they don't go on your ankles. These chains are in the form of welfare, food stamps, Section 8. My wife is in healthcare. She sees people coming into her office every single day who are addicted to drugs, who have all different types of problems, who are so reliant on the government benefits they get. When they go out to vote, there's only one option for them. It's vote for the party that gives you the crumbs so you have enough money to at least be able to survive somewhat in this world. So for me, okay, you're going to get greedy people that are capitalists. There's no doubt about it. Bill Gates being one of them. Now, you know, this guy made, you know, what, $80 billion or whatever we made, but now he's coming out, the great hero, you know, creating all these different things supposedly to help our country. One of the things that I can speak about is the Common Core. He created that for curriculum and for schools. It was a fucking disaster. Teachers hated it. Administrators hated it. Students couldn't learn with the curriculum that he created. And that's basically just gone by the wayside now for most school districts. So, you know, it just fires me up when I think about we are going to have Biden for the next four years. But as Goyja says, you're absolutely right. By 2024, this country is not going to exist like it has in the past. It's going to be a new place. It's going to be a place we don't recognize. And for American people, if you believe there was cheating in this election, which I firmly believe, then people need to stand up. We need to fight and we need to stand up for what we believe in. Because if we don't, be ready. You're going to be just another person in another communist country where the government tells you what, where to go to school. They tell you where to work. They tell you what your life's going to be. And you're going to have no control over your life whatsoever. That's where we're heading. I firmly believe it. I mean, maybe I'm crazy. I'm off base. That's just how I feel, guys. No, I think you're spot on, man. And I'll tell you another thing. I, I, was, I started off by saying that I, I think we really need to look on how we can formulate ourselves into communities. You know, whether they be you know, many communities or just, you know, a few, a handful of huge communities. I prefer many communities and we just all have, you know, obviously similar, similar interests. And that is protecting our founding principles, protecting our founding liberties um, as citizens of this country. And so for that reason right there, you know, Personally, I think we need to get outside of the left-right Democratic-Republican paradigm that Amen. they've create, created Amen. for us. 
and we need to establish a new um, group. And it has it has to do fundamentally with American patriotism. I mean, listen, I, I got brothers and sisters and cousins and aunties and, and uncles, and I can't get along with them. But I mean, if we're in the arena together and somebody disrespect them, guess what? I'm going to get myself involved in that because that's that's who I am. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to even get along with all my family members. But there is something that's grounding us all together that we're all going to fight for. And so that's what I look at. Uh, you know, even though we our, our group that we can come up with can be all inclusive. Like, I mean, it, it doesn't have to, you know, fall under the left wing um, philosophy or a right wing philosophy. I mean, it, it can be all inclusive. It's just people who value their human um rights people who value their human principles according to the uh bill of rights according to the declaration of independence we hold these truths to be equal that all men are created equal and that you know if the if the government doesn't understand that if the government doesn't hold these same truths with the same regard as we the people then it is our right it is our fundamental right to abolish that government to get rid of that government so, you know, you can come up with little quibbles or arguments uh, inside of a, a group or organization. But at the end of the day, as long as everybody's playing for the same team and, and our team should be America, we should be the American team. We should be the American Patriot team. As long as we all, you know, playing at the same playing for the same damn team, then we all can put on the same damn jerseys. You know what I'm saying? And we just have our little our little fights, you know, verbal fights here and there about, I'm talking about, you know, specific issues, you know, be it abortion, be it, uh, you know, be, be it uh, something that religious or be it something that's gay or, or lesbian or whatever, you know, we can have. But the, the bottom line is if we unite as a people, as we the people of the United States of America, if we unite and we become one, we become a unit you know, a, a unit of many parts, then there's no way that we can be stopped because God is on our side as well as the founding documents of this nation, that being the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, the Federalist Papers, everything that involves our, founder, our founding fathers and their intelligentsia and their thoughts behind what this nation represents and what this nation stands for. And what this what is to be fought for in regards to this nation, everything that involves into into that intelligentsia of our founding fathers, we represent that we are that. So, you know, like I say, if we we squabble or quibble or have, you know, little arguments about certain issues that are political, you know, so be it. We're not evil. Like we don't want to inject people and sterilize people and give people autoimmune reactions to, to the common cold or to the common freaking flu. That's evil. You know, we don't want a world population of just 500 million people. So that means seven, 7.5 billion have to go. That's evil. You know, we, we don't, yep. Yep. we don't, we don't, we're not this type of people. So if we can all just come together, you know, not to be long-winded, but we can just come together as, as just a with a common idea that people should be free to express themselves. You know the the way that God um, 
admitted to be that these, these rights are not to be you know taken away from us by any man woman or anybody else if we can come come together on that idea those and those principles i think i think we can we can win this in the end hey preach on i love everything you're saying and for those of you that have not been into his show yet get your ass in there he's got a great show the few times i've been able to pop in i love what he says i listen to his downloads he you know he publishes his shows after the fact He's got a great show, and he's right on the mark. And you know, what, to what you were just saying, the government is winning. Right now, the government is winning. Sun Tzu, the art of war, divide and conquer. That's what's happening right now. Right now, it's either black or white. It's either gay or straight. It's either left or right. It's either rich or poor. There are so many different ways that we are being divided as a people right now in this country. They're winning. Yep. They're winning. Yep. They're they're beating us into the ground, you know. One hundred percent. Hey, Glenn, welcome to the show. We got Glenn in. Uh, Glenn in here. We're in trouble now. Area eighty eight. But listen, I saw you guys writing in the uh, chat box. The Patriot Party. I love it. I love it. We do need another party in this country. The Patriot Party, a pa a, a party where we all pull together and we do not allow the differences that we may have. You know, in a, in a lot of different ways, we, we come together as one and we stop letting the government tell us. I mean, they, they do it. If you think about right exactly. and left, you know, if, if you're left, you have to support abortion. If you're right, you can't support abortion. If you're left, you're against the death penalty. If you're right, you know, you're for the death penalty. So, I mean, they, they give us the thing served up on a planet that we're supposed to fight about. Exactly. You know, it's, and I mean, gay, gay people and straight people can't get along. Black and white people aren't supposed to get along. And you know, it's just, uh, it, it's awful. So you're, you're right on the that's, mark with everything you're saying. That's part of the psychological warfare that, that constantly goes on in, in our, um, through our media on a, on an everyday basis. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're conditioned emotionally to give these responses to, to these issues. We're triggered by these issues when they come up, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I, this guy right here, how the hell can you be a Republican? But you support, um, immigration, uh, immigration right. reform. Or you know how the hell can you be a uh, a a Republican, or or you you're a Democrat, but you don't support gay marriage? I mean, listen, it, or, or that you don't support the Second Amendment, and you're Republican. Listen, you, you can't just pigeonhole people into certain areas and tell them, okay, so you you're supposed to go over there because we no no you go where the hell you want. This is a, a part of your freedom. This is a part of the Constitution. This is a part of the Bill of Rights. This is a part of the Declaration of Independence. Read it. This is a part of that. You go where the hell you want. It doesn't matter what you represent. It doesn't matter what your position represents. You know, you are who you are. You're an individual in this society. You're a free, live individual in this society. And you have rights under under the people who fought, who, who bled, and who 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 sweated their asses off, and everything else, and, and, and a lot of my people who came about, and they went through a whole lot of other hell. People who who fought the good fight, you know, whatever you know the 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 negative impact that it may have had. The good fight to establish America, America the beautiful, the the, the envy of the world, still under these circumstances, the envy of the world. Who fought the people who have, who have founding documents 
in which this this country, this republic was built off of. And now we're seeing these documents being subverted and being destroyed, being burnt, being incinerated by this mass um, global satanic takeover, this cult, as, as, as many of them call them, because that's what the hell they are. They're a cult. Who the hell wants to take away a man's freedom and, and force you to get inoculated from a virus that is killing people well below 1%? Who the hell wants you to do? Who thinks like that? They're a cult. They're evil. So the, th the thing about it is we, we have to acknowledge this first. Like I always say, I don't, I'm not looking to put I'm done with it. I'm so done with it. I am not looking to put sugar on fecal matter. No, I'm going to tell you that it's fecal matter and you're going to know that it stinks. You, and so that's the way that's that's my my point of view, man. Like, listen, I, I, I honestly believe that we can still win this fight regardless of who's in the White House, because at, at the end of the day, we the people, we still run this. So establishing our communities, you know, coming up with a new new party getting out of this left right you know democratic republican paradigm that they've created for us trying to pigeonhole pigeonhole our personalities into certain positions now nah, we're done with it 2020 it, it, it has come upon us and we're done with it now nah, i'm not a democrat i'm not a republican i'm not none of that i'm a patriot i stand for freedom if that bill if that bill doesn't come across my desk and it doesn't have freedom first, I'm vetoing it. I'm against it. My freedom comes first, regardless. Everything else is secondary. I love it. You're right on the mark. I agree with you 100%. 100% mm -hmm. of everything you said, that's why I love your show. And But, but listen, no, but Joe Biden, <clears throat> Joe Biden's coming out. Wait a minute now. Joe Biden's coming out and saying, okay, now that the bad orange man is gone, he's gone. So now we have to come together. We have to come together and forgive and forget. You know, we may have called you deplorable. We may have called you rednecks. We may have called you ignorant. We may have called you racist. We may have called you misogynist. But now, that's put that all behind you. I'm here. Forgive everything we said. Forget all the negative things that we said. Forget that we tried to impeach your president. Forget that before he was inaugurated, we said we were going to impeach him. Forgive and forget, embrace me, Joe Biden, the man that cheated his damn way into the White House. And again, I don't even know if he cheated. I don't know if he's coherent enough to realize there was even cheating. It was the group behind him that put this thing together and cheated our country. There is no way in God's green earth that Joe Biden got 82 million votes, the most votes in the history of this country. It simply did not happen. So Joe Biden says, forgive, forgive and forget. You know, accept it. Just take it. That's what they want us to do. They want us to roll over and take it. I will say this: like, um, I don't think um, fellow Americans would would be would be so stupid and so ignorant to um, elect a man into office who, um, you know, who allegedly, you know, engaged in dirty dealings with China and Ukraine and other countries, along with his son. And I don't think. People in states like Pennsylvania and Wisconsin, Michigan, and Minnesota would be foolish to vote themselves out of a job either. And and I think that 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 should really be some food for thought right there. No, I agree also. I saw a comment. I don't know if he's still in here. Let me scroll back up a little bit. 
Uh, Area 88 mentioned, isn't Donald Trump pushing for the vaccine? I would say that Donald Trump is touting the fact that in nine months, he created a vaccine along, obviously, with the companies that did the work to stop the virus. Is he pushing the vaccine? I don't know if he's pushing it, but I think he is touting the fact that they developed it under his regime because, you know, four months from now, Biden's going to be taking credit for the vaccine. So, you know, Trump from day one has been the guy that hasn't been requiring masks at his his different uh, events. You know, he has been questioning how serious, um, you know, COVID really is. I saw a stat on the news tonight, and this cracked me up. I was watching the local news in Boston. Uh, I I think it might have been the local Fox affiliate. And they were talking about um, (laughs) how amazingly this year, with COVID numbers being so high, the flu is way down. (laughs) Well, did you ever think that maybe some of these COVID cases are the damn flu? You know, it's the flu. So I don't know. I've seen that too. You saw that too? it's It's stupid. I mean, the rate of deaths, if you look at the overall deaths in the world, this year, we have fewer deaths worldwide than we did in 2019. So this terrible pandemic that's killed all these people, and I get it, I'm not, you know, if you've lost a family member to COVID, I'm not belittling that. My wife's grandmother died via COVID in a nursing home. She was 90 years old, she wasn't healthy, but she passed. But, you know, when you see the overall numbers in the world have not gone up, when you see flu, as slightly said, is like 0% this year, you know, it, it makes me question the validity of all of these cases actually being COVID. Uh, you know, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but that, that's just where I'm at. No, 100%. I feel that way. I mean, y- you look at uh, it, like every other death, uh, not just, you know, the flu. People, the flu, they say the flu is 98% gone. <laughs> like, what the hell is the flu? I guess COVID ate the flu up. But you look at every other death across the board. Like, it was a study that came out from a, a research team at Columbia University, and it, the study basically said that uh, every other death across the board is down. You know what I'm saying? You talk about heart disease, diabetes, um, you know, liver failure, kidney disease, all these, you know, these deaths are all down across the board. And so what they were, their argument was, I mean, these deaths are pretty much, you know, standard. So how could they be down so dramatically? And, you know, if anything, there should be, uh, no, but they, they were looking at those deaths, pardon me, they were looking at those deaths being down and they were looking at the, the total deaths that were created by COVID-19. And they're saying, well, there's supposed to be a surplus in deaths. You know, if, if these deaths are, are the normal rate, then there's supposed to be like, you know, a, a few more hundred thousand surplus, but they say the deaths are the same. And that's what every death across the board from pretty much every disease um, these deaths are down, but the only the only uh, replacement were the COVID numbers, and so the death rate is still the same. So it's, it's, it just proves right there that COVID nineteen is eating up a lot of these deaths for heart disease, for cancer, for diabetes, for liver disease, for um, stroke, um, every other major illness across the board. These deaths are being ate up. And the, their numbers are being decreased because of the COVID nineteen deaths number that are being re- reported in the total. I guess where where they say we at like like four four hundred thousand. 
I mean, give me a freaking break. Give me a freaking break. 400,000 COVID deaths, really, in, in the United States, really? <laughs> when it, when heart disease deaths are down, kidney disease deaths are down, diabetes, and and on and on. All, all across the freaking board, these deaths are down. But they're, they're sitting all COVID, 400,000 deaths. It's all baloney. It's all baloney. And I don't, you know, like I said, I'm not about to put sugar on fecal matter. That's what it is. It's baloney. So, you know, it's a it's a mass psyop, another mass psyop that's being done. Um, you got people that will not, they refuse, absolutely refuse to go inside the Walmart, to go inside their local grocery store, to go inside their mall, to go inside, you know, their restaurant, to go any, it doesn't matter, any damn way. They refuse to go inside these businesses without a mask on their face because they don't want to be confrontational. They don't, I mean, they're, they're, I'm glad you brought that up. They're lining up to take a vaccine, but they don't want to be confrontational, John. Yeah, I hear you. Well, look, I'm glad you brought up the thing about the Walmarts because I was going to mention that earlier and I forgot. Now, explain this to me, all right? Anybody out there, explain this to me. So here we are. We've got COVID, okay? And you can only get together in small groups, all right? So they, you know, they in New England here, the Patriots games are empty. No, no one in the stands. The Red Sox games, no one in the stands. You, know, you can't have any large gatherings whatsoever. They tell you no house parties. You can't go to a bar, restaurants. You know they have outdoor dining. And of course, here in New England, we really can't eat outdoors right now because it's twenty-four degrees out. You'll die because it's so cold here. But explain to me why the little mom and pop barbershop or the little mom and pop boutique or the little restaurant on the corner that maybe has a 50 person capacity why do they or even the little gym that has like 20 people working out why do they have to shut down but walmart the amazon warehouses target all the big box stores home depot lowe's all these big companies where you have hundreds of people working hundreds of people shopping those are all okay those are fine you can have those open those don't spread covid but if you have a restaurant where there's eight people in the restaurant, you can't go in there. You can't go to church. Now, I'm not really you know, a huge church-going guy, but you can't go to church. If, you, if your church has 40 people in there, you can't go there. But, you, but after church, you can go to Home Depot where there's 300 people and shop. So I, I don't understand why the big box stores are open, but the small mom-and-pop shops can't be open unless they're trying to further divide the wealthy from the rest of us. If you put that, the rest that, of us out of business, then they, then you get a socialist society. That could be, and that could be the only other <coughs> reason for it. That that's the only logical pathway that you can come up with. Like that, I mean, you, you want to kill off all the, all of the, the the mom and pops, the small shop businesses, and they're right there is cutting them out from from their re- reliance off of government, reliance off of centralized um, welfare. And it's, it's, it's giving them a line to own their own business and make their own money. And you, so you shut them down and you keep the, you know, the massive, you know, international um, Chinese Communist Party machines open. Uh, like like the Walmart and Target and, and the other ones. Ooh, I like that. I like that. You're right on the mark. That's what they are. We are selling for China out of those stores. You're right on the mark with that. I mean, straight up. You know, you keep yep. these open, and so obviously the Chinese are happy, and 
you, you have everybody, if you want to get a job, you got to work for Walmart, you got to work for Amazon or Home Depot or Target or somewhere. You can't, you know, you can't work for yourself anymore. Like we've cut that off. So it's the centralized, it's Agenda 21, 100%. It's the centralized, all of production of money, all production of materials, products, including the, the damn knife in your kitchen, the knife, the fork, the spoon in your kitchen, centralize, centralize all these products. And again, they they don't want you to own nothing. You know, they don't, you don't have to own nothing. And you're going to be happy by owning nothing. All you got to do is get used to it for a little while. Yep. That's that's what it yep. is. By 2020, uh, 2030 or 2035, they want a world in which you, you don't even own the damn silverware in your kitchen. And they're telling you that you're going to be happy um, just the same. I mean, that's what the Great Reset's all about. If you read into that, that's exactly what they're talking about. Where You're right. They, they don't want people to have any material possessions and again people you know you you can look at us and say you guys are crazy conspiracy theory google it look it up look at the names that are involved with this biden's one of them biden is one of them he is on board with trudeau with you know with all the different things you know that's a good question area 88 i was wondering about that i saw bards fm had been on our platform for quite a while and now i see him dropping in the standings and I haven't seen them on in quite some time. Did they leave Podbean? Um, he's what? mostly doing his lives over there on YouTube, but I think he's also been, you know, ex- you know, ex- exploring other other options because I mean, um, unless he saw like the censorship and shadow banning practices going on here and the trolling that that's that runs so rampant. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've been in his show. His stream goes so fast. All the comments you can't even read them. There's so many people in his damn shows, but. Uh, who is he anyway? Why is he so? I mean, I go in. His so name twenty in my live. He gets like five hundred in his live. Who is? He? I think I, I know. I know his name is Scott. Um, I can look him up on YouTube. Um, um, you know, um, but he's got a pretty sizable following. Um, but the only the only criticism you know he'd get got from followers is. Is that that they would come in to listen to a show and they would couldn't come in because because Podbean would cap you off to like five hundred listeners and that's just not not only not if you're just listening in the app but if you listen through the web browser. Let's see, poor guy must be that's bummed crazy. out after the. Okay, yeah, Area eighty eight brought this up earlier. I forgot to mention this. I'm Scott Kesterson is his name. Let, let me uh, let me mention this. Area eighty eight had mentioned this earlier about the electoral college. So explain now again. I'm not an expert on this, but I mean again, the electoral college votes were cast. They went for Biden, but people are still saying that Trump has a chance. Does he? I mean, is it done? I mean, as far as I look at this, it seems like it's kind of a long shot for Trump to do anything, unless by chance, you know, he can get the Supreme Court to intervene. Congress meets on January sixth. I know that, but I mean, where are we at right now with that? I mean, I know that the votes. But, you know, Congress can throw votes out, but what are the chances are they're actually going to do that? Do you think they're going to do it? I mean, I I, I see, I kind of believe, I'm, I'm kind of heading to the part where it's probably going to be Biden as president. I, I don't agree with it. I don't like it. But I can't see anyone really standing up for Trump. And I can't see members of the swamp, whether they're left or right, 
willing to go out and go on a ledge for the cheating, even though I think many of us believe that cheating did happen. So what, what do you guys think, Eric? You know, gorgeous. I mean, you, you think Trump still has a chance or is this thing just done? It's going to be Biden. What do you think? I mean, I mean, I wouldn't give up hope just yet. Uh, um, you know, that, um, well, and I think Walt brought up the Insurrection Act um, possibly being used. And I've even heard talk of the 12th Amendment <clears throat> be, being brought, brought into play. Hey, Slim, um, if either of you or Wolf can do it, I think you guys might be at work. But if you're available, call in and explain a little bit what you're thinking. I'd like to hear a little bit more about your opinions. If you're at work, I completely get it. I know it's earlier West Coast. But, I mean, for, for me, I would, I would lay out what I think it, it worked. That's okay. I Go t- ahead. No, I, I was I was just going to say as well just, um, that I feel like he could still win because, I mean, he's still in office, you know. Like, right. as, long, as long as he's still, you know, in office – he can decide. You know what? Um, forget everything. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start taking over this uh, this scene right here. I mean, yeah, he can do the insurrection act. Absolutely, you can do the insurrection. And he because the, the the evidence. See, that's the thing about it. If the evidence wasn't on his side, then it'd be more of a an absurdity to consider. You know what I'm saying? But the evidence is stiffly on his side to to pull the insurrection act like i mean everything this was a fraudulent election like from the mail we and we knew it was a fraudulent election when they were tipping their hands when they were talking about doing all these mail-in um having all these mail-in votes in all of these cities across so we knew that the scam was in with with the the mail-in ballots that was 100 percent. we knew that months and months prior but as far as the election machines that right there, uh, many people didn't know about the election machine. Some people did. There was, there was actually some, uh, some Democrats, some Bernie supporters. They knew about the election machines, but a lot of people weren't listening to them. But, you know, once you add in the election machines, and there's so much to prove here with these, these elections, just Dominion alone, but they, they're talking about other companies as uh, it, that were using the uh, these states were using their election machines as well. Um, their machines were corrupted. But, you know, just the election machines, you combine that with all the, the fraudulent activities in all of these states. Again, we're just talking about a handful of states. I mean, but what the hell goes on with in, in, in uh, California and New York? Oh, my God. It took them damn near three weeks just to count their votes up. Three weeks. Think about that. Three what? weeks. What the hell? You know. So and the thing. So my point that I was making is that surely the president of the United States can pull off a move because he has so much ground here with all the fraud that's ran rampant throughout this election season. Like, I mean, he he won. Everybody would, including the people who are supporting the the uh, uh, diametrical position that biden won even they know the majority of these people know that biden got absolutely cream puffed he got cream puffed in this election it was not even close anytime that the president of the united states had gets that many that that much of a surplus in black votes and hispanic votes and he you mean to tell me he lost and uh, 
we're supposed to believe that uh uh Joe Biden uh gets uh many more votes, that many more votes than Barack Obama did. Like come on, come on man. It, it's it's too obvious. But it's just, you it know, is. what it's what it it's always been though, John. It is does the president of the United States have it in him? Does he have that type of gall? Right. I think you if, know? I think if anybody has the gall, it would be Trump. So if he pulls out the insurrection act, I mean, what does that mean for our country? Now imagine if he pulls this off. You had, you know, a lot of rioters come out of the woodwork going back, you know, several months ago for different reasons. But you're going to have these Antifa members coming out of the woodwork looking to burn down our country again. But again, you'll have the military out there. But, you know, what? what's going to happen to our country if he does pull that kind of I mean, Personally, I'd like to see him do it. I think the evidence is there. I think we need to protect our republic. We need to protect our country. But if he, you know, if he doesn't do it, our country could be lost. And if he does do it, I mean, we are literally going to have war in the streets, I think, in this country. It's going to be something like we've never seen. Yeah, I know. You're right. Wolf, Wolf Talk Radio. It's pretty much martial law right now. You're right. It pretty much is. You're absolutely right. Uh, slightly saying Americans need to take down the establishment. Area 88, we have millions upon millions of people. Uh, like The Rock used to say. Uh, so that's pretty much. Yeah, and it's slightly serious. Trump needs to not leave. I, I agree. I mean, I, if, if you look at everything that happened in this election, and, okay, you, you don't have to agree with us. If you're in here, you're a Biden supporter. If you're a Democrat, that's fine. I, I my whole family is a Demo Democrats except for me. I'm the only I'm the black sheep of the family. I'm the only one that's not a Democrat in my family. But yeah, good for you, you know, if you look at the election, how can you possibly say that there wasn't cheating with the mail-in ballots, with the Dominion voting systems, with with certain counties in certain states where they had more votes than people that were actually registered? I mean, to me, it's so obvious that the cheating happened. And who knows? I mean, maybe the cheating happened in 2016 and I had blinders on. I don't know. You know, but it's so obvious to me. It's so obvious that it happened. And if we let this go, I mean, what do we stand for as a country? We stand for nothing. We're shit. We're done. You know? Yeah, it's no it's no doubt about it. And and that's my only real criticism. Uh, uh did you did you want to say something, Eric? No, you go, oh, go. Hey, um, you want to talk? I, I'm I'm good right at this moment. I'm was <laughs> was having to send an email out to a pod being friend no that's really my only uh, criticism of, of trump and this administration though i mean i realized that everybody prior to him you know they they, they could have made their marks as well but it's just you know obviously uh, uh obama was a satanist he was a cultist a satanist um so was uh bush so was clinton i mean we haven't had any real um, president that had the, the, Petrus, the, the people's best interests at heart in this administration. Oh, remember, remember, remember George Bush versus John Kerry. They were both members of the Skull and Bones exactly. Society out of Yale. So, so no matter what happened in that election, whether you voted Bush, whether you voted Kerry, Yale and the Skull and Bones won that election. Yeah. And I see Area 81. So you guys are going to vote from now on. Are we going to? And let's see, they're going to escort them out. Are we going to vote again? You know, I mean, again, I'd like to say that I'm a guy that believes in the voting system. I've always voted. But again, if they're going to stack the ballots and they're going to choose for us, then stop going through the charade of sending me to the friggin' voting booth. Just tell me who our president is. I don't need to go and cast fake ballots. So will I continue to vote? Probably. But does my vote mean anything? If they're going to cheat, probably not. You know? 
Yeah, and it's important that that we make that a point of issue that this won't be tolerated any election, you know, hitherto. Like this, this has to be corrected, uh, corrected regardless. Like these, these voting machines have to be trustworthy for people to have their votes counted. I mean, and as citizens, that's just something that we can we can demand, even though it's going to be obviously much tougher under this administration. It appears, which which is going to be uh, Joe Biden or Kamala Harris. But yeah, we can still demand that one hundred percent that these these uh these elections these voting machines have to be uh they have to be trustworthy with our votes. No, there's no doubt, and I mean, I, I don't. I mean, it, it, it to me it doesn't seem like it would be that difficult. It really doesn't. I mean, in this country, in order to get a dog, you have to have a license. In order to get married, you have to have a license. In order to, get, to drive a car, you need a license. A motorcycle, you need a license. I mean, you need a license to do pretty much everything in this country. But to go and vote for the leader of this country and the leader of the free world, you can just show up, throw in a name, and vote. You can mail in 10 ballots if you want to. You know, I mean, there, there's no need to prove that you're an American citizen in this country to vote. So you could have illegal aliens now, again, when I say illegal aliens, not all illegals are bad. You have people coming into this country that need refuge. They're coming into this country because they're in trouble. And I get that. But you do have people coming into this country that are trying to destroy our country. We have no check and balance system for those people. And again, they can come into this country and vote. I mean, who knows where you know, a lot of these mail-in ballots came from? How do you know they didn't come from China? How do you know they didn't come from Canada, from Mexico? I mean, who knows where these ballots even came from? So... I don't know. It's just there's so much going on. To me, you know, I see Father Brian came in. I know he thinks a lot like we do. Father Brian, if you have a minute, call into the show. We'd like to hear from you also. But damn, I mean, we you know, we have an amazing country. We really do. We have an amazing story that's been ugly at times in this country. But now we're at a place in 2020 where if you if you really look at it, a lot of things Things are finally coming together where maybe because of things like Podbean, maybe because of things like social media, you have like here. Now, uh, Gorgeous, where are you from? Are you, did you say New York? I'm from Houston. Oh, you're from Houston. Okay. So here we've got a guy from Georgia, Eric, a guy from Houston, a guy from Boston. We've got people from all over the country, California, wherever else. We're all sitting here having this conversation about our country. And, you know, we, we have people from all over the world. They come into these podcasts and the world is becoming smaller and we're learning more about people. And what, what I love most about getting on the pod bean is I see people that look different than me. I see people that are younger than I am, people that are older than I am, people that have different religious beliefs, people that are gay, people that are straight. And we have people from all different backgrounds, but we all feel the same way. We all talk about the same things. We all feel that our country is great, but our country's in trouble. And, you know, I absolutely I, slightly serious. Honestly, our country needs a revolution or a civil war. I hate to say it. I think you're right. I think we're at a point right now. I, I think for the last four years, maybe even longer, we've been in a political civil war. But, you know, if, if you get if we get to the point where this continues to happen and the people become more awakened to the fact that, you know, our, our freedom is being stolen from us, we have one option. And that option is to fight back. And I don't think we have a choice. Uh, I think we're going to see something 
that our generation has never seen. We're going to see a war amongst our own people. But this is going to be a tough war. I mean, this isn't going to be the North versus the South. I mean, you had boundaries there. Here, it's the left versus the right, and that is everywhere. So I'm not sure even how this war is fought, but it's uh, – I don't know. It, it honestly scares the hell I mean, out of me. When you, when you, you know? talk about a, a, a new political party being the American Patriots, I mean, I like that. I'm, I'm all over that. You know what I'm saying? I don't, me too. I, yeah, I, like I don't that. give a damn who made it up. It, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's, it's not about that. It's, it's about saving our country. And so all you need is people of like mind, people of like heart, people of like spirit to come to bound together, you know, in, in our own community and become a force to save our country, to, to be the Paul Revere's, the Paulette Revere's out here, you know, con- continuing to sound off that the Brit- that, no, the British are not coming. The British are here. They are, they are roaming, they are raging, they are, they are firing, and they are tearing stuff up. And they, they want to destroy us. They want to overtake our land. The British are here. And so if we, you know, we, we got enough people out here that are willing to take up this fight, you know what I'm saying? And again, getting outside of the Democratic Republic, this is, I, I really believe this is, this is pivotal. People have to understand that it's okay that if you're gay and you're conservative, like it's, it's just, just perfectly fine. It's okay. Eric, do you want to talk about that? Uh, uh, me and slightly, I think would would agree on that one hundred percent, and um, I would hope also Laura would be on board with that too. Um, yeah, because I really had an awesome day yesterday meeting Arch Kennedy in person, um, and um, you know we we chit chatted for about a good hour and a half. Um, you know we we got to know each other, and we um, you know and he talked about you know you know some of his personal struggles, and he even talked about the the way you know the 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 mainstream media works and and how they're mostly liberal and and how you know you know you know he got got woke to the fact that 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 you know our political systems and leaders in the LGBTQ class you know you know have have fa- failed people you know miserably exactly exactly um oh go ahead well see what what I what I, what I like to hear here is I like to hear I mean, you, you look at the group of people we've been talking today, we're all different. We're all different, but we share the same belief system. And for me, you know, I, I guess I'm a Republican. I'm registered as an independent, but I am more of a Republican than anything else at this point. Um, but for me, you know, I'm a Republican that no. believes in certain no. things. Hey, you know what? But, you know, when it comes you to know what? You know what, John? Right. You know what, John? You, you're independent. You know what I'm saying? You, you, I, yeah, I am independent. Again, I mean, I we, again, let's say here. Let's, 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 it, we can't just say that we're going to steer clear of this left-right paradigm if we're going to partake it. No, you know what? You're an independent agent. Gorgeous is an independent agent. Eric is an independent agent. You are independent. No, people don't put labels on me if I don't want them on me. You don't just pigeonhole me and say, hey, you go here. No, nah, I'm not like that. No, nah, it's not in my blood to behave that way. I don't just go there just because you put a label on it. No, I'm an independent thinker. I'm a critical thinker, and I know you don't like it. How about that? You're right. They don't. They don't want it. They don't want it. They want to pigeonhole us, because I, I look at it's true. I, I look at both parties that exist. I mean, you got libertarians and whatever else, Green Party, but I don't fit neatly into any box. I just don't. I don't think any of us do. And I don't want to be told, okay, well, if you're a Republican, you have to be for this. You have to be against that. 
Don't tell me what I have to exactly. be. I want to be what I want to be. And But I, I think if we could get to a place in this country, like you're talking about, maybe a patriot party, where we have a group of different people that have different beliefs, have different skin colors, different you know sexual orientations, whatever, and we're all part of that group. But we can belong, but we have the same end game of following the Constitution, having freedom in our country, and we can pursue that without having someone come in and try to divide and conquer us constantly with set up platforms. Because, I mean, face it, when, when we're sitting back and we're arguing over the different things that we're supposed to argue about, congratulations, they won. We're being separated. They're doing what they exactly. want to do. We're fighting about the things they're telling us to fight about. And in the meantime, they're taking away our freedom. They're stealing our money. And they are basically raping our country. Exactly. You know, and it, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's one race. It's a human race. But, you know, the, the problem is, I, I think one of the big problems we have is, I, and I will say this to everybody in the podcast, I, the people I have met on Podbean, in my opinion, you have a lot of very intelligent people. You have a lot of very intelligent people that have their own talk shows, that have something to say. And I would say that the mo- most of the people that come in, except for some of the stupid-ass trolls that come in, you have, you have very bright people here. Out in the world, you have a lot of sheep. You have a lot of sheep that don't know any better. They're out there. They watch the news. I, I literally, you know, I, I was a big brother in the Big Brother program for many years. And my little brother is now old, older. He's in his 20s. But I remember sitting down one time with his mother and having a conversation with her about, you know, the mainstream media, how, how they're owned by certain people that have certain interests and they promote things. She would not buy it. She and I went back and forth for like over an hour, and she was of the mindset, oh, no, no, the news delivers the news. (laughs) I believe, you know, if it's on the news, it's going to be true. And we went, I I, I broke, at the time, I broke down, you know, who owns CNN, who owns Fox, and tried to explain it to her, man, she wasn't having it. And I think, unfortunately, we have a lot of people in this world that just don't care. They don't think about it. They don't understand and they don't see – oh, no, and Father Brian, you're absolutely right, 100%. And Father Brian, if you want to call in, I'd love to have you come in and shout it out a little bit. I don't know if you're busy or if you can do it, but pop in and under the panel. I'd love to hear you speak also. But you're right on the mark. Republican and Democrat, they're all crooked. There's no doubt about it. They're all dirty. And that's why you know, we kind of – Gorgeous came up with the idea, and I know other people have been thinking about it also, but I love the name of the Patriot Party. To me, that would be a great party where the true constitutionalists – and the Patriots get together, and it won't matter what side we're on, what color skin we have. We're all there for our country, and that's why we you know, we all get you know, get together. And you know, I, I think that would be powerful if we could put it together. But again, you need a lot of money to get that going. Oh, good, we get Father Brian calling in. It'll be good to have. Oh shit, Brian, call back in. I hit disconnect by mistake. Sorry about that. I'm blind as but, bad. But, I hit the wrong but you button. know what? They're, Let's try again. But you, there are people. There we go. Not I got, a problem, John, I just go got bifocals. I feel you. <laughs> I'm an old man. It's a big blur to me. I hit the me wrong too. button. Me too. Yeah, me too. Don't feel bad. I really do. Yeah. No, I don't normally do politics, but I figure I test as a classical libertarian. So, so I can't stand Trump. I fucking hate Biden. I just don't know if I'm winning or not. But we're in trouble. I'm not disagreeing with you, John. Really not. You know. I mean, this country's got a problem. Yeah, well, I mean, what, 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 in your in your eyes, what can, what can be what can be done? I mean, where are we right now as a country, and what can be done to fix this mess that we're in right now? Because I, we're, I, don't I, I think we're I, gonna, mean, I don't, 
I don't know if we're going to exist. If you if you look forward five, ten years down the road, I don't think the United States is going to be the United States any longer. Whatever happens from here, I don't think it'll be the America that you and I grew up in. Though. I don't think there's any going back to that, John. I really don't. You, I mean, let's uh, fuck COVID nineteen. Let's talk nine eleven. Yeah. Let's start where it started, John. Let's really start talking about it when it started at nine eleven, when fear became the currency that your governments can use to fuck with your head. That was in that was nine eleven, guys. That didn't happen in twenty fucking. Been doing this forever, have they not, John? It's true. No, you're absolutely right. Hundred percent. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is all about them selling you the fact that without the government, you're fucked. You're not safe. You're you're gonna die. Now, let me ask all of you, the fuck has the government done for any of us since 2000, 2001? I mean, really. John, you're East Coast, your wife, not a damn thing. doctor, and your wife's not a, a doctor, damn thing. is she not? Oh, I'm she a is. Yes, she comedian, is. And I'm a has-been comedian. And we're both in that same boat that the government doesn't give a shit about me. They don't give a shit about you and your family. They only give a fuck about themselves. That's yep. just where we are, John. You and I both know that. No, they, they, they represent the super wealthy. And, you know, if you think the left cares about you any more than the right does, they don't. The super left. I mean, you look at this is one of the funniest things. John Kerry was made the friggin' climate czar. Are you shitting me? This guy has an 8,000 square foot house in Boston, in downtown Boston. He's got another 7,000 square foot house in Florida. He flies around on private jets all the time. He's got a giant. 90-foot yacht, but he is the new climate czar in our country. So you can see that you know, he probably has a super small carbon footprint and is a perfect guy to represent our country for the climate. But you're right. I mean, the government, the left, the right, it doesn't matter. They are all playing a game. And bad news to everybody that's in here, it doesn't matter if you have a million dollars in the bank or a hundred dollars in the bank. None of us are a part of the game. We're not playing the game. We are the slaves down at the bottom of the game, all of us. That's it. I don't know if you guys have anything else to say, but that's really no, I'm, I'm, in, yeah. I'm in complete agreement, John. I mean, you know, as I said, you and I come from very different walks of life, and look at us. We got the same problem, and it's our fucking government. Like you said, are you telling me that they named John fucking Kerry as, as the climate czar? John fucking Kerry. The guy is a multi-billionaire. And he's got a 90-foot fucking yacht. Oh, yeah. He's so got a you footprint for being anti-green. I, it's all a fucking game, man. Oh, you yeah, know it's ridiculous. Mean, John, it really is. This has just gotten completely out of fucking hand. They've used Facebook, Twitter, and all that bullshit to wind everybody up, get y'all pissed at one another. Now here you sit. Everybody's yep. on one side or the other. Civil war? You motherfuckers don't want a civil war. I've been stabbed and shot at. Sit the fuck down and shut up. Really? I mean that loyally and literally. I've actually had a knife in my gut with a guy standing there looking at me and threatening to do shit to me. Sit the fuck down and shut up, you armchair motherfuckers. You don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. The day you ignorant fucks start a civil war, the actual United States military, which my brother was a part of, my father and my son, are going to mow you down like wheat, you children. Sit the fuck down. Really. Grow up. <laughs> Oh, I love you, man. I do. <laughs> oh, I just say what I feel. Uh, you know me, John. I'm going to talk like it is. That's why Are I like you. you. That's why I like you. Fuck? Yeah. Are you pathetic fuck serious? You're going to get your little 12-gauge run outside and attack a drone. Can I fucking watch? I'll bring popcorn. You fucking little <laughs> kids need to shut the fuck up. 
The dogs are talking. Sit down, you motherfucking rich little cunt. Nobody loves you. They just love your money. <laughs> oh, man. It's true. It's yeah, true, well, man. Yeah, real I mean... talk. My trigger offended me. Look, y'all motherfuckers just want to run around and kill somebody. Start dealing drugs. That's how I got into places with guns and knives. You don't need to be big businessmen. You all so eager to kill a motherfucker, ain't you? Every one of you. You make me sick. <laughs> I mean, come on. We don't want to kill one another, do we, John? We want to sit down at the table and have a real discussion. Do we not? I, I would I would rather not get into a civil war. I'm, I'm an old man. I've never been in a war. I'd rather not start now. But what what are the options if if we have, no, a, if we have a government? No, I get that. Yeah, the, yeah but I mean, honestly, what, 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 what do you options. think? Yeah, what are the options? I mean, if you have a government right now that, you know, is basically acting as a communist government, I mean, I, I certainly see it. You know, I, I don't think... This election meant anything. Maybe the one before didn't mean anything either. I, no, no, maybe, I don't maybe. think so either, John. I'll go maybe there. Maybe they you. never I have. Don't. Maybe they never it's have. The fucking maybe we're just finally realizing it. Yep. Come on, John. You're older like I am. Look, you grew up when yep. politics had gravitas. Same. Oh, look, fuck Reagan, love Reagan. It doesn't matter. At least everybody on both sides of that aisle was acting like that's in fucking dignity. That is dead and gone, folks. They got y'all out here grabbing your guns. I just saw a vet respond. I'm saying that if it breaks out, he will defend the people of the United States just as he did in the last. And I believe you would, Wolf. I really do. I had no doubt of that. No, I'm not saying suffer through it. I'm saying do it with a modicum of sanity, slightly. We have to do it from a professional, from a professional standpoint, or we're not gonna get anywhere. I mean what? We're all gonna go out the street and draw down? Yeah, Jesus. that's what I mean. <laughs> Fucking hallway back up. What's up, John? There is nothing oh, boy, simple about up? a civil war. What's up, man? No, man. Wait a minute. What are you guys talking about civil war? Against who? Against me? Because I voted Democrat? Come on, bro. <laughs> What the Look, fuck? No, no, homeboy. Oh, Nobody's talking to Republican and Democrat. We're talking us and them. I'm not disagreeing with Slightly or John or anybody. It is us against them. I yeah. just think if we grab guns that the United States military is going to mow us down like we. That's not the way to go about that. But here's Look, the thing. They have the really big guns. Here's the thing. We, we do have patriots yeah. that are in, in the military, too. People who think like we do are in the military, too. That's true. They're, they won't do it. I don't, I don't think they'll do it. But honestly, I want to ask people, if you guys are calling for civil war, who, against who? That's the problem. You got, I mean, you got, yeah, you got to think about what you're saying, man. <laughs> Holy shit. I think we're better start aiming at billionaires and all, and billionaires and politicians. I don't think nobody's arguing that point. But as far as patriotism goes, not to be a dick here, but look. My little brother was a retired naval CB when he put a gun in his mouth and scattered his brains all over his kitchen. So don't nobody stay here and talk to me about that patriot. <clears throat> I've lived it my whole life. Would he have done that? Yeah, you better know. Mother Rebecca's right down the hall. Her daddy was naval. It ain't like we don't know about that. Yeah, but nobody wants nobody wants a war. We want change. Let's get that set up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fuck the Democrats and look, you voted Trump, you voted Biden, great. You're all fucking dumb. Good for you. Uh, none of that was, I'm John, none of that did anything, guys. Like, I don't know, they, John, what would you honestly say that the last real dignified, you know what I mean? Like, how old were you and I when the last real elections were even held, or did you and I make it? Did Eisenhower, yeah, with the industrial military complex speech, tell each and every one of us that America was fucked? 
True. I mean, again, you, you think you think back in time. I mean, again, I'm sure you and I are probably two of the oldest guys in here. I mean, you think back in time. You know, probably for for a period of time, I did like Bill Clinton. For a period of time, I did like him until he started fucking his intern and blew his load all over a dress and then lied to the American people about that. I mean, he kind of lost me at that point. But then you got uh, Reagan. Me as well. I me as Reagan. well. And well, I liked Reagan right up until you realized that Reagan's kind of how we got backhanded into the NAFTA TRA. Absolutely. You know what yep. I mean? I mean, there's look, guys, they're trading our lives and our money at the federal and international political level, and they don't give a fuck about none of us. Not Homeboy, not John, not Eric, not me, not any of you. They don't care. Slightly's not wrong. Um, I think they care about Homeboy. That's true. I think Homeboy's an exception. I think Slightly <laughs> gave Father the Brent. best idea I've heard. Stop paying tax. I got to Just quit. I got a question for yeah. you, Father Brian. Are you, you going to take the vaccine, yes or no? Uh, I've had COVID-19. Why in the name of fuck would I take a vaccine? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Just How about you, homeboy? It's you a question, bro. Homeboy, I, I actually. No. I'm what not. was that, homeboy? No, 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 no. I, I mean, I don't need no. to take the vaccine. We've I'm been not, exposed. I'm, I'm, I'm not what because. A homeboy. Um, homeboy, let me ask you this way: If you're not going to take it, what happens if your place of employment says to you, "If you don't take it, you're off the job"? Oh that shit! Is what, that is what they're going to say, by the way. That's what's gonna happen. No, I'm a, I'm a I got a, I got a union that way, are they not? I got a they strong really union. Don't. Yeah, eventually. Hey, homeboy, you got a strong union. This is just, this is just what if, because we don't know for a fact, guys. This is just well, what if. So I'll play along with your game. Union, right? They've got a, you've got a hell of a union. I understand that. Yeah, I would say yeah, union, yeah. Right? They're gonna yeah. be like, they're not gonna let so that fly. Well, yeah, but here's the deal. So did the Teamsters, and look at what happened to Hoffman. Sooner or later, they'll get tired. I'm just mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you can't even trust your unions right. anymore all the way. You know what I'm saying, Hoffman? I know you do. You're my age. You're John. You know I, I know, I mean? but it hasn't happened yet, so until it ha- when I it mean, happens, I'm going to be like, uh-oh. No, nah, you got to have a plan right now, huh, boy. This, this, this is the goal. They, they don't want you to go inside your Walmart, yeah. your grocery store, or any yeah. building that has people in it. They don't want you to go into that building without scanning your ID and say you've been vaccinated right. before you enter that building. This, this is the agenda. So eventually, if you're working somewhere, well, but you have to understand that this is definitely more liable than not to come down the pike. That they're going to force you to get vaccinated to work for them. I don't know if I buy that or not, because several months ago, Walmart said, if you didn't wear a mask in our establishment, you can't fucking shop here. And three days later, they caved like little bitches because of the fact that nobody spent money there. I don't think they're going to make anybody do anything. But now, like Goy just said, at, at, at the employment level, that's a different game, isn't it? Right? Now they got you by the balls. They got your money. Well, does it matter state to state? Because this is what I heard. I heard that in North Carolina, I don't know this for a fact, but that they're dining, they're going to the movies, they're going to their stores, all without masks. I don't know that for a fact. Like in certain states, it's probably true. They're like, nah, we're going. We're... That's what I'm saying. So I can tell you that how do they enforce it? Nobody gets yelling. About what? But you know what the the biggest issue is for you, homeboy. You voted for this yeah. stuff, man. What up? No, I didn't. <laughs> I voted out Trump. 
But I have my reasons, bro. Okay, guys, so there. I'm actually driving right now. No, I, I may go into the Matrix at some point. But I'm uh, gonna ask I want to continue something. it for as long as we can. We get a good little show going Why? here. So hopefully you guys can hear me. You guys hear me okay? Yeah, hear you, brother. Why you let, lay all your chips on Trump? Why you lay everything down on this guy? This one guy. Why? I want to know. I mean, it's not. It's not about Donald Trump, mm. man. It's about the lesser. It is because it's about the lesser of two evils. It is because. Oh boy, you need to be. You, people want to go. You need to be involved in the American Patriot Party. Civil war. People oh, there we go. Be, okay, guys. People want to do a civil war over this guy. People want to fucking uh, uh, say, "Hey, don't concede. Just stay in the White House over this guy." All the okay, stuff that I minute, never thought minute. would happen. I understand that, but what? I do have to make one counterpoint because, oh, boy, you know me. Wake up, that is boy. true. They're wanting to start a war over... Well, no, the thing is, like, they're wanting to start a war over this, sure, but they burned down our cities over Trump. So who's an asset? Yeah, everybody's an asset. Let's all just sit down and get that set. I would imagine. I mean, until we can all agree that everybody literally fucked 2020 up royally... That we ran around, stirred shit, caused arguments that didn't need to happen while these motherfucking things happened amongst us here on Podbean and indeed the world. The real motherfucking power players, the billionaires and the politicians, while they made their money and put you in your place. Now, hey, homeboy, the the issue is not people uh, supporting Trump. The issue is how the media is always portraying Trump. That, that's that's the issue. And they, they're portraying Trump and how they portray Trump's I, I supporters. Like people who support. Uh, no, I hear. I hear what yeah, you're well, saying. Yeah, well, let me finish. Let me finish. Every let me, time I go into let me a... finish. Okay, go so ahead. the people that support yeah. Trump only support freedom. They only support human rights. They, they only they only want to be left alone. They want to be able to, to go to work. Mm -hmm. They want to be able to go to their businesses and open them up. They they don't want to wear masks mm -hmm. if. if Everywhere yeah. they go in life, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are the majority of the people that support Trump. So it's not really about Trump. It's more so about the the philosophy. The philosophy of Trump? No, it's just, it's the philosophy of freedom. This is way before Trump. This has nothing to do with Trump. It's Trump is just the one that that's speaking. Uh, he's the one that's holding that that position right now. As preserving those freedoms, but it's not about him. It's, it's about the principles. Okay, let me ask you something. If that's true and everything, then why? Let's say there's two factions battling it out behind the scenes, right? Let's say, let's say there's two factions. Did you guys believe in the Illuminati or like stuff behind the scenes, right? Let's say there's two factions. Why did they let this happen? Why? Uh, what was that one uh, group that they're predicting everything was going to happen, but it never, nothing ever came into fruition? Chewing on, <laughs> chewing on. How come none of that happened? Why is this happening? What now? Why do you think? Why do you think they want him out? I'm gonna tell you what I think, Both man. Sides. I, I, I think, I think you probably watch too much TV, man. Am I right about that or what? No, no, no. I don't have cable. I hear everything everybody's saying. I go into Bards FM. I go into other shows. I'm not going to say their name. But all I hear is fraud. Trump's the guy. We gotta. We can't let this happen. Cheating. And we're, we're, we're not going to accept 
uh, Biden is president. I mean, hey, hold on, hold on, let me ask you real quick. Now, uh, you, you, voted for, you, voted for, you voted for Biden, that's cool. I love you. I don't care either way you, know, you vote for. I, I, you know, I'm friends with left, right, it doesn't matter to me because I think both sides yeah. are corrupt. But do you think in the, in the realm of possibility, do you think that there may have been cheating to help Biden win? Well, then, uh, I mean, like you said earlier, um, was there cheating in the 2016 election? Yeah, listen, there may have been. There may have listen, been. Listen, listen. Since I was in, I grew up in the 80s, okay, I've always heard this, that uh, dead people vote or illegal people vote. That's nothing new. But when this one came out, it, people were speaking about it like it's never happened before. True or not true, John? I know you, you're right about that, but this has been different where you have Donald Trump and Joe Biden both set records for the number of voters for the number of votes that they received so joe biden received how many was it 84 million votes that's more than obama mm-hmm. that's more than trump that's more than any president in american history this is the first time we've allowed mail-in ballots from anywhere and anywhere that wanted them yeah you had evidence yes. of counties yes. in certain states because of COVID. where you had more votes than registered voters you have reports of voting machines that switched votes from one voter to the other. So I, I think that probably in the past there has been cheating, but I think now with everything we have in society, as far as the technology, the surveillance, I think we're capturing more of the cheating well, than we ever have before. You know, and to well, me it just it, seems it, that you know it, it was pretty. To me it seems obvious there was cheating, but to a lot of other people, you must just think we're nuts and you know we're conspiracy theorists. I don't know. No, 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 no. I well, don't think that. Now, here's my Let thing about boil- cheating, if I may. Go ahead, Humble. Let me just boil it down to this, John. If me and you were going for President of Podney, right? Me against you, yep. right? And we could either go vote, like, at a voting station or mail in our ballots, you know, Podney people. And you told the Podney people, listen. Don't trust those mail-in votes. Go to the booths. They're gonna, they're gonna do that. They're gonna be like, "Well, I trust this guy. I want to vote for him." And that's what Donald Trump did. He, he screwed himself in that. Am I wrong, Father Brian? Well, I mean, I was gonna comment on the cheating thing because I'm from Illinois, where I can tell you for sure that cheating in politics is kind of the same status quo in my state forever. I'm sure you guys don't know that. I don't know if it's three or four of our former governors are currently in prison. Donald Trump did pardon Ron Blagojevich. I I mean, I'm in the crookedest state in the union. And cheating's a thing. But I do agree with John that even you, homeboy, and the rest of you, I think we're more able to see it now. But come on. Do we all really think this is the first time dead people have voted in the United States? I mean, it's not. Oh, of course not. Yeah, of course it not. It never makes it right, though. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And it's, ne- it's never. No, it does not. It's, it's, uh, oh, it don't, no. No, it, it's never too late to stop but something. But why is the big deal now? It's wrong. Say it again. Why? Personally, I would like to why? see this. I think Donald Trump and Biden should both be thrown the fuck out on their ass, and we should start over. But not with Pelosi. <laughs> That's don't not get me happen, wrong. Bro. Fuck Pelosi. No, but that if you really want to reset some shit... Everybody in Washington mm-hmm. needs fucking fired. Let's just get that set. All Fuck of them. Trump, I Joe Biden, they're all trash. All of them. 
Get rid of McConnell. Oh, get rid of Pelosi. Get him. Get him yeah. all the fuck out of office. Get him out. Get him out. Yeah, I'm not okay, picking sides either, John. Right. Yeah, they're fucked. Get rid of him. Yeah. Let, let me ask you guys this: What would you think of Donald Trump if tomorrow he came out and said, "You know what? I concede. Congratulations, Joe Biden. I'm gonna. I'm even gonna go to the inaugural uh, thing." What would you think of him? I mean, I'm, I'm going to tell you, know, you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. I, I, I think Trump is, is, is a weakling. I think he's a loudmouth New Yorker who likes, who likes to gas a lot. And I think he talks out his ass a lot. I think he's a weakling. I, I mean, honestly, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's my opinion. I mean, I, I know people from New York that mm-hmm. are, are tough guys. You know, I was locked up. I did a 16-year stint in, in, in prisons. And I, I was uh, with a lot of, uh, uh, I would not a lot of them, but a few New Yorkers down here in Texas. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, so I know some New Yorkers are a tough guy, but I know New Yorkers who just like to talk out their ass a lot. And Trump mm-hmm. appears to me to be one of those guys. Um, because when he, so, like, when he first got a, I got yeah, when he first got elected in 2016, I mean, what was he talking about? That, that was his campaign. His campaign stump was, uh, 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 fire Hillary, lock, lock her up, lock Hillary up. Uh, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. And then as soon as he won the election, that that noise cut uh, uh, effective immediately. So and it, it, he actually said, uh, "No, we're not going to do that." They're gonna yeah. Exactly. That. Did he not say Cause, that? Because he, he got invited to their wedding or, or whatever, got invited to Chelsea's wedding or something. Uh, so, so yeah, the, you know, the, <laughs> I forgot that. That is fucked up. I've forgotten all about that. Thanks, gorgeous. Ab- absolutely, right. I forgot all about absolutely. That. Yeah, and, and also, uh, yeah. So I, it, I, I just, I, I can't, I can't do it, man. These, these guys are. Uh, and anyhow, I'm gonna let y'all get. I lost my train of thought there. No, they're 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 they're, they're all they're all corrupt. We need term limits. From school committee members to mayors to governors to senators to vice presidents to presidents. You can't have people in power for 30, 40, 50 years. You cannot have it. No, that that's creates the swamp. Yeah, you want to get rid of the swamp? Set term limits. Right? Am, am I right, Gun? I've said that in my own show. Look, from dog oh, to yeah. up, you get two terms and then fuck off. You're done. I agree with John here. I've said it on my own show. Yeah, I'm down. But now the problem with that, John, I've been noticing, and I bet you have too, is like now that we're seeing people in politics that are not career politicians, they dropped the ball like Trump did a lot. You know what I mean? Like, I don't blame a lot of Trump on Donald Trump. He doesn't have a political background. Some of the shit that he's got shit for, he did like the rest of us would have as a normal motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, not the racist shit, not all that, but you guys know what I'm talking about. He very much did not have that political background to fall back on. And I think it hurt him for four years. I think it can take, like Gorgeous said, I think it continues to do so. Bigger man would have conceded by now and put his concentration on 24. I'm just going to say. No, no, I mean, I think the bigger man would, would fight tooth and nail, even if you got to pull the Insurrection Act out your, uh, out your hat. That's that's what I think the bigger man. That's really? what I think the, the tough guy is going to do. You're like, nah, you got me bent. You're not yeah, you're right. not stealing this election from me. No, no, all the metrics saying. prove, all the like, data no, proves I that I've won this election oh, handily. Yeah. And you think you're finna sit if, up here and take this from me? No, you got me bent. I'm I'm, I'm about to uh, use all my 
um powers here so he's of the executive branch new yorker and uh, i got you let me ask you this what if obama when he went for re-election um did that let's say he lost but he didn't want to get out of office you know that I mean, it's because it's your guy but it would be the same thing you would be like concede you lost. This, yeah, but again, you're trying to make this a, a Trump guy. Like your guy. This is not about whose guy yeah, it is. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. This, this is about the fact that mass election fraud and corruption took place in this election season. And it's obvious to, but, to anybody um, with eyes to see it. That's that's the issue right there. It's not about Trump. It's not about Biden or Obama or you know Mitt Romney. Like it, It's about mass no, fraud and as people if it's our votes don't count then what the hell does count in this country that's I, I the issue ben shapiro i think i think he's a great speaker and ben shapiro said if you're gonna uh say that there was fraud fraud and you're gonna have these big allegations you better have big proof ben, Sh ben shapiro is a, is a nimrod he's a, he's a torp he's a nimrod and it, I, I don't give a damn what he wants to call himself uh, a, a conservative he calls himself or, or whatever the hell he is he, he's a he's a freaking twerp and, and so who, who the hell listens to ben, Sh ben shapiro he's nobody man listen oh, he's one of the biggest podcasts. If, if you're talking about people Seriously. who fighting people who are actually this guy is on a on, on some type of uh entertainment thing right he's trying to be the next rush limbaugh or what the hell uh yeah yes. good luck with that yeah but you know, if, if you're talking about fighting, you're talking about people who are on the front lines, people who are actually talking about, you know, you know, again, it's not y'all 2020 has taught us one thing. And that is you can't put sugar on fecal matter. It, the bottom line is what 2020 has taught us is that it's us versus them. That's all it is to it. It's us versus them. And we have to we have to embrace that. And that is create our own group our own party and again I'm, it don't have to just be one party it could be a handful of them you know what i'm saying but get out give hey guys look down in the chat at that comment that just came in that's kind of interesting you got pastor jay pastor jay coming in yeah saying do you guys know the same thing is happening in ghana west africa i am not familiar with that and i did not realize no but it does not surprise <laughs> Yeah. Are you guys still there? One hundred percent. I'm yeah. still here. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, just to let you guys know, also, I'm driving unfortunately into a very woodsy area, so if my show ends automatically, I apologize. I could get booted, but I'm going to keep this going for as long as I can. So go ahead, guys. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. Yeah, I, I'm going going to continue to, to stress that because I feel like people are like, okay, well, what do I do? You know they're trying to get me the vaccine listen I'm, I'm gonna tell you not to take the damn vaccine that's what i'm gonna tell you i don't give a damn if you, your company forcing you to take it or not um start looking for somebody who's more patriotic to work for you know if, if you can't find a way to, to make uh make your ends meet if you can't find a way to be self-sufficient in this economy get with people who can and y'all work together and, and and build something to to, to build something that is is americana and and not something that is globalist or or, or Chinese. See, the, pro the problem with that uh, is communism. You're right on the mark, but the problem with that is you have the government now shutting down everyone's businesses. 
So if you're like a little guy and you've been laid off by Walmart or whatever it is or whatever store you are, and you want to go out and start your own bar or start your own store or start whatever you want to start, then you're right. Then all of a sudden the government says, okay, fuck you, COVID, shut down. We're going to let Walmart stay open. We're going to let Target stay open. Home Depot, you can stay open. But you know, you have a little small business where maybe you have six people in there at a time. We're going to shut you down for the greater good. Yep. And that's the thing. They're, they're trying weird. to control us at that level. That's, that is weird. I was at a store the other day where they only allow like two people at a time. But you're right. Like Target, everybody's in there like normal. Yeah. I mean, how does that make sense? They're full all day. Dollar Generals are full all day, too. Yeah. And that's the thing. You have these national chains. I I love the way Boyd just said it earlier, where these companies are making all their money from products bought in China. So these are Chinese factories, basically, selling in America. (laughs) They're all open. But all the little guys in the United States are being told, go home. If you're lucky, the government will provide for you. Across the board, by the way. Uh, Across the board, by the way. That's not... That has nothing to do with race, religion, or anything else. They are just out to gut small business in America. They really are, guys. Yep. He's not kidding. Yeah, they, they, yeah they're the right. only thing that's essential. They, they're looking to control all of us. Yeah, they're looking to control no, they, all of yeah, us. Yeah, it really doesn't. Yeah, it stinks. Yep. I've had very nobody... unpopular opinions on Podbean. You don't vote your way into socialism. You write your way in. Uh, and the things that you guys were talking about earlier about getting with other people like you to begin to build those networks anarchists call these mutual aid networks they're not a bad thing uh, you're going get, to get ready to have to go to ground what nobody's talking about is the economy crash when COVID happens there will be a there will be a hit from that it's coming yeah, well, well, that's the whole point of, of grouping together, I think. I mean, like, I think, who was that? Yeah, uh, no, that's what a mutual aid network is. I think. Like, we got to have one another's backs because if you don't, right. they're going to roll us all over. Bro. Right, right. But, I mean. They really will. I'm not what, what we're facing, we're all doomed. I mean, so anything else is is a, is a working alternative as far as I'm concerned because the certainty of what we're facing with this Biden administration and with these 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 leftists and these these Satanists controlling everything in our federal government, like we're it's a certain doom, like like there there is no coming back from this. Like regardless of a Republican or a, you know perhaps an American patriot, if American if an American patriot gets elected in twenty twenty four, then perhaps you know we could see a comeback. But that's exactly what we're going to need. Um, you know we, we can't count on a Republican turning this thing around in twenty twenty four. Or a, a conservative uh, turning this thing around in 2024, perhaps you know with, with a couple of conservative governments. Later, homeboy. Uh, Take care of yourself, man. See, homeboy. Well, uh, with perhaps with the exception of uh, uh, Christy Nome or Ron DeSantis, so, somebody who who uh, who's being stiff right now. But I mean, regardless of wh- which Republican, if they win, get in the White House or they get in the uh, the legislature in 2024. Like the the, the 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 disaster, the, the the absolute doom that we're facing in the next four years under this uh, Biden administration is way too much. But the the, the bottom line is, like uh, Brian was saying, I mean, hell, if we get in, if we band together, we network, and we get in, build our own communities. Think small. And you know, we go to places like South Dakota, places like Florida. Uh, I, I suppose other government, other governors, Republican governors, probably. 
jump on board with with uh with some of these uh patriotic governors like uh Noam and DeSantis. I mean, we go to places like this where you still have freedom that is promoted. Homeboy. Then we obviously we 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 do have more than a fighting chance. Hey, listen, I'm going to have to wrap this up in a few minutes, but I do want to get this out because you mentioned the Satanists in government. I agree with you because if you, if you really look at not just government, but you look at like the Hollywood industry, you look at everything, all of these different groups. I mean, when you look at everybody that was involved with Epstein's Island and all the different group, political groups and political people that were there, and I'm not talking just no, Democrats. you mean Pedophile I'm talking Island? Democrats. I'm talking Are we talking Pedophile, pedophile Island, yes. Island now? Yeah, they were all there. Stars, all of them. Exactly. Powerful people. Trump, they were all there. Trump, Biden, children. You know? Clinton. And, oh, yeah. Bill Clinton was on that island. So was Trump. They're all Yeah. I love it when they say, well, he went 26 times on the jet, but he wasn't doing anything on the island. Okay. Sure, he wasn't. Bill Clinton, who fucks his intern and stuck a cigar up her in the Oval Office. You're right. He, he didn't go to Epstein Island with any ill intent. And I'm but wait, wait, world. wait. Now I'm you know? glad you brought that up though, because that leads to a point I'd like to make, Don. Just because somebody voted for Bill Clinton doesn't mean we think it's okay that he was, you know, banging his intern, right, John? Oh, of course not. Yeah, of course not. And just because somebody voted for Trump and he's looking that he needs to pardon himself if he's not reelected doesn't mean that these these conservatives are crooks. Y'all know what I mean, like. A couple of horrendous examples, yeah, but that's not everybody. The common man. Well, the worst, the worst thing, the worst thing that done, affected me. It's not getting picked. The worst, the worst thing that affected me about Trump is my wife now keeps telling me that she wants to grab me by the pussy, and I'm sick of hearing that from my Come wife. Oh man! So I've got to tell her to stop. You know? <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, but it was funny for a while. It was. Come on, man. You know what I mean? It was funny for a while. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. All right, listen, guys, I am actually about to pull into my driveway. Thanks, so I am going to wrap this bad boy up, but I really enjoyed the show. Uh, this was really a very good show with a lot of good things, you know, a lot of good things, a lot of important uh-huh. topics that we all need to consider. But you're right. I mean, I, I do like, you know, Goich is coming in, talking about a lot of the issues we have in this country right now. And I think we have to decide, you know, again, forget left and right, throw that shit out the window. We have to decide if we're going to let our government control us or if we're going to take back control of our government. Because let's face it, what do we have? 336 million people in this country right now, and we're being controlled by roughly 537 people. It's time we let them know we want fucking term limits, we want fair elections, and if the American people demand it, they damn well better deliver it. Because this is our country, not theirs. They're there to represent us. We, we put them in office to be a representation of us, not to act like kings and queens and a monarchy in this country. So I think, you know, I'm glad we're having these conversations on Podbean. I know they happen in some other shows. Hopefully we go into our communities and we talk about these things because unless people start standing up, then the United States of America is going to be dead as we know it. Yep. Well, it's just like um, when we had Arch Candy and the Free Think Institute on Slightly Show back on November 30th. Um, I mean, I finally got the privilege of meeting with him in person yesterday and, you know, and you know, and I like that Arch is a very genuine person, and and I'm confident that slightly is going to see that that Ray is a very genuine person, and and of course another member of that organization, his name is Jim Dwyer. He lives in Massachusetts, and and I could see you possibly meeting him in person at some point, John. 
oh, I'd love to. That'd be great. I'd be happy to do that. Because I because I think you and Dr. Cheryl would be open to getting to know him and, you know, and, and, and hear a lot of th- good things about the Free Think Institute and, you know, and other similar organizations that advocate, you know, the, the art of free thinking and, and not being afraid to speak up and speak out. Absolutely. Listen, Eric, why don't you run off some of the other shows that are coming up? And hopefully well, you guys come um, back and join me. I'm going to be doing some later afternoon shows this week. So I'll probably be I back mean, um, again tomorrow afternoon. But yeah, run down the well, line and then we'll wrap up yeah. this bad boy. I know here on Podbean, um, we know that Slightly Serious will be on at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And then Robert should have his Mr. Clean Music show on later tonight. And Ralph will be back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. to chat the old man at 10 a.m. And 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 t- tomorrow afternoon, you'll still have Just Another Day in Paradise, Dreadnought 928. And and you'll still have Frankie D's Crib at 3 p.m. And um, the Tog Corner at 3.30 with Cracks. But she'll run for about an hour. Um, and then I know... You're probably scheduling like 4.30 p.m. tomorrow. Yeah, and I think, think 4.30 most of this week probably. But um, but over on the VOP USA Radio Network, I know that they've got their roundtable show coming up in about 40 minutes, which I think Goyges will be joining Logan and Elias for that. Um, nice. And then Dan and Carrie's, um, you know, Rise Above the Noise conversation show tomorrow and, you know, at 7 p.m. Eastern. And then over on YouTube right now, our – our good buddy Roxanne is doing the um, Odyssey of Ascension podcast. If anybody's interested in going over there to check her out. Roxanne. I miss Roxanne. What's Roxanne been up to? Um, I imagine her Odyssey of Ascension podcast has been keeping us busy, but but I know Cracks misses seeing her on the talking corner. Um, but yeah. I think she'd gotten word from Ralph that she kind of gave Podbean a break for, for right now from what, what Ralph had understood to say, but... But I've I've been in like a couple of her lives over on YouTube to see what she's up to, and then you know, and then she's been been getting all getting a lot of lot of support from from her her fan base. Um, but but I know you're always welcome to go over there to see her. All right, well, if that's everything, dude. Hey, listen, I'm I'm gonna wrap well, this thing up. That was a great show, gorgeous. If you want to say anything before you leave, I really appreciate you calling in. You kicked ass on the show today. You were great. And uh, you and I see eye to eye in a lot of things, man. Oh, yeah, brother. It's uh, always a pleasure to be on your show, man. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can just continue to wake up more and more people and uh, turn them. If they're not already American patriots, turn them into American patriots. Make them realize what's going on all around them that they are not seeing. Um, You know, it's not necessarily your fault that you're not seeing it. I mean, you you have a, a life. You probably work your tail off. You know, barely can breathe with that damn mask on your face at work. Um, and so, you know, it's not necessarily all your fault that you're not seeing everything that's going on around you in your society, in your environment that is designed to um, absolute um, take absolute control over your body, your mind and your spirit. Everything about you. Absolute 100 percent control. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily your fault. But again, we can wake more and more people up and turn them on to the business and make them see and then become American patriots like like we then uh, we're doing the Lord's work for sure. Thanks a lot, bro. Amen, my brother. Amen. I agree 100 um, percent. Love you and God bless you, everybody. And, and wishing everybody a, a very blessed Christmas and New Year's holiday season coming up and and to to any and all of our Jewish friends who listen to us, we also want to wish you a happy Hanukkah as well. So, um, and okay, we look forward Kwanzaa, to doing this again Kwanzaa tomorrow. As well. Kwanzaa is after Christmas, of course. Yes.
All right, take All right, care, everybody. Bye. Thank everybody. you for joining.